Welcome to What a Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining myself, Sean Walsh, as he does every week, Jude Summerfield. Hello, Sean Walsh. Yes, hello. Jude Summerfield here. <laughs> think last week, there. Yeah, well, last week we had a bit of a, uh, a thing where we were like, people can't remember our names, so just getting the names in again to make sure uh, people one don't sleep on us. <laughs> one day, one day it's going, not going to do it. Just yeah. Go straight in. Hello um, and welcome. <laughs> Nothing, nothing else. That's but we'll it. have like 10 guests as well, and we just won't introduce who they are. <laughs> oh, that'd be really cool. That would be crazy. It's a round table of mystery men. And yeah, it's women. a real meeting of minds yeah. between Tottenham Tottenham supporters. It's like Justice League or the Avengers, kind of. I don't know. I could get behind it. Uh, I'm excited to do this one. Yeah? I think about this one. Did you have a nice weekend? Yeah, it was. It was quite it was nice. Out about. Um, you got to a few games, didn't you? Yeah, I was at... Stamford Bridge, Sunday, just before this match, our match that we're going to talk about. Uh, Chelsea won 3-2 in tough circumstances. I was mm. quite impressed with them for once. You know, they kind of had to shoot themselves in the foot first for me to be impressed with them, but, you know, a win's a win for them. They're back into the top half, good for them. A win is a win. Uh, but then went to the pub after to watch Spurs vs City. Got there, it was already 1-1. <laughs> I was keeping, getting updates on my phone. Son scored, oh yes. Son scored again, oh no. Um, Honestly, why are they like this? Why do they do this stuff to us? Gives you a little bit of hope. That's what I was worried about. That there was going to be a little bit of hope at the start. You're like, oh, maybe the Spurs can do something, and then it would end. It would fall flat, and it wouldn't be worth anything. Like they, you know, I was thinking of the weekly nuts, which just don't get battered. Just don't. Just make it respectable. You know. Yeah. I would have been fine with like a one goal loss, like a two one at three two. I was quite like, you know what? I can live with this. I can live with the progress made. 3-3 is a bonus. 3-3 three, three is, a, is a tidy, tidy result. I have to be happy with that. And you know what? Maybe it's time we start giving this Spurs squad some respect for getting into City's brains every every time yep. every time they play each other. I don't know it's why clear, nobody else is figuring it out. Thing. It's yeah. clearly a mental thing. I don't know thing. why nobody else can, can seem to hang at the same level with Spurs that, that they can with City, but for some reason it's just not doable for anyone else. Yeah. Apart from us. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's our trophy. We can have that for a few years, I suppose. It's <laughs> such a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Spurs are City's bogey team for no good reason, really. Yeah. Like, and today was different. Uh, not today. Sunday was different in the, the way that Spurs approached it. It was. It kind of reminded me of the 3-2 under Conte in his first year. But there were still clear differences. Like, I think the first half, pretty poor the way that Spurs tried to put up. There, there was endeavour... They did succeed a few times, and I think that was the right way to do it. And there was a lot of stick on commentary. There was a lot of stick mm. for the stick on commentary. Um, and I understand why Spurs fans are annoyed by that. I'm annoyed by that still. Like, I don't know what people wanted Andrew Postacoglu to do with the players available to him and how they mm. wanted to play it. Because Jamie Carragher, Gary Neville, all both saying, just hit it long to Son. And it's like, <laughs> you want Son to go chasing after the ball with t- three or four giant defenders. And that's the way you want to do it. And yeah. there's, there's an instance where I think it got clipped up by I think it might have been Bankrupt Spurs, where one of them is talking about this. No, just yeah, a Spurs. Yeah, 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 just a Spurs. I think it's Carragher. Yeah, yeah, he's going, like, Why don't they hoof it long? And yeah. he goes, oh, but that's actually really nice. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, it makes yeah. sense, doesn't the fir- it? The first half, it wasn't as successful, but the second half, it really came off a few times and it really benefited Spurs. Yeah. High risk, high reward, isn't it? Yep. Quite frankly. Um, and I, I feel like... I think we've said this before, but Ange is very dogged to his principles and yep. he doesn't see any reason to um, to divert away from them. And I think in his first season, it's it's of utmost importance that he, um, that he, that he keeps on um, banging away at those principles. Because quite frankly, Spurs won't make any, any progress if they, uh, if they just, if they just wilt yeah. or um, renege against those. Yeah. Instructions. That's the way we'll see progress from Spurs. And we've yeah. seen it already so far in this season. And um, the second half was just more 
more credit into into Ange's Ange's bank, really. For sure. I think that when people see that Ange says, "Oh, we're going to play the way we want to. We're not going to change," and people kind of brush it with this naive tag, mm. I think that they think that what's going to happen is a lot like what happened in the 6-1 of Newcastle last season where Stellini just threw together a four-at-the-back formation which there was clearly little training had gone into, little thought had gone into. And that's the way it's going to be. That's going to be all the open spaces that Spurs aren't going to be coached or drilled enough defensively to cope with it. And that's just not the case. That Spurs mm. have been, considering the personnel out, I think the last couple of weeks have been okay defensively. Okay, like I don't think they've been horrific. I think the Wolves game was pretty horrific, but I think the Villa and City games were okay in terms of you know those are two really good teams. City are the best team in the world, mm-hmm. and they had their chances but missed them. But it wasn't as if they were get, going through one on one with Vicario until you know the 90th minute when Simon Hooper blows his whistle. But I, just, I th- actually think for that, Porro might have got him. I think that's going a little bit under the yeah. Radar, I mean, who knows? But, if it's a, I don't know how clinical a finisher um, Jack Green would have. He would have just cu- stopped and cut back. Out. Yeah, he might. <laughs> yeah. He might just cut back inside. Um, yeah, there was a lot of hullabaloo about that, and I thought City's players were disgraceful in their protestations. Um, but who who knows if if he would have? I don't think he would have scored. So I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, if you just call something against City and Pep Guardiola, it's a travesty. It was, did you like the irony of the City fans charting cheat? I did. Love I'm not. The irony. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything personally, but I just thought it was. We quite are, no, we I, nobody wants to say it. Obviously, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> 115 <laughs> City could get 115 points this season don't believe me Google City 115 <laughs> <laughs> no seriously no but honestly um, but yeah so let's let's go through the goals so we missed the first goal but watched it back on the replay really good move from a corner and I think the thing that impressed me most either Brian Hill managing to wriggle away from a few players which he didn't do for the no, rest of this game yeah, and got them yeah. to half time as a result but also, 31-year-old Son Heung-Ming racing away from Jeremy Doku. Yeah, that was amazing, wasn't it? Um, and Pep's reaction on the, on the touchline to it. <laughs> we just falls to his knees like, oh, God. <laughs> it's he only just six minute. He knows what's going uh, on. But the writing's on the wall, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's just... Um, I think Doku is maybe a little uh, just naive defensively there. Maybe he shouldn't be the last person back trying to defend when City have the equivalent of, you know, four or five centre-backs on the pitch. Yeah. You know, maybe one of those could, could do the 1v1 defender. Giant defenders. Yeah, giant and pretty, pretty quick, to be pretty, honest. Like, why is like, Walker yeah. nowhere to be seen? Gavar- <laughs> even Gavario, like, who was a kind of left-back, left-centre-back hybrid this game. Yeah. Like, someone's got to get him. They can't be allowed to happen. Yeah. But Spurs always have, um, they they always seem to have these sort of chances against City because City will not, they will not shut up shop in that sort of in that in that way, to, to their own detriment. But um, you know what's brilliant about I, I don't know about you, but I just I find it so tricky to to rate Edison in goal. Same, I think we've been, I think we've talked about this in the pod before. We like, probably have, yeah, yeah. but just because that goal, that first goal anyway, on the Sunday, I seem to have. We, we've seen like a lot over the last few years <laughs> specifically from Son as well yeah, he manages yeah. to he doesn't have to shoot read straight at yeah. um, Edison there was, there was one in the Champions League Champions League was one I was thinking there of, yeah. was well actually two I think because there's the one at home isn't there where he like yeah, yeah, yeah. the bar and then he shuffles inside and he puts it through his legs um, yeah, and then he did that one the away one yeah and then he does that again I just um, the fella just is a bit um, allergic to, to shot stopping I suppose you know what's funny is like hearing um, the people on the comms being like, "Oh, this guy, you know, he he genuinely thinks he should be an outfield player." But it's like, well, <laughs> there's your first, problem. <laughs> there's your problem. Like you've got one job. <laughs> I love the tippy tappy stuff, but dude, you can't be letting a, a shot that's straight at you squirm through like yeah, that. Yeah, I think we've learned as this. wonderful as a counter attack. Yeah, it was. We've learned this week. You know, maybe the goalkeeper should have some goalkeeping, you know, strengths to his game. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not naming names. Someone I've talked um, about a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, David. Uh, you didn't need to say. No, nah, I went for it anyway. Um, there, there was a there was a moment at the start of the second half where Vicario gives it away, but then makes a really good save to make yes. up for it. Yeah. But then it's like the pundits after kind of round this narrative that he was shaky. It was like he just gave away one pass. Like that's kind of 
um, like an average kind of set game now for yeah. goalkeepers of this age. Everyone's asked to play with their feet at least like that. Mm. It's going to happen. It wasn't as if he did like a Ramsdale Brentford the other week or no, I just feel like anything was, like that. It was like it was like yeah. if he was flappy under crosses yeah. or he wasn't commanding his box or any of that sort of stuff. You know, I would think, oh, we've got a, we've got a problem here. But he's not like that. And he actually makes an awesome save. Big to, long man. Yeah, exactly. He's a sprawling man with big old limbs, big yeah. wingspan. And, but, um, but there were two really good save. Yeah, but there were two things in the first time we didn't get to the Sonon goal, which I felt kind of sorry for because they were criticising him on the comms for if you don't if you can't know to get a good contact on it, just don't do it. But it's coming at you so quickly. So you have, say, it's so, right. it's so like if that doesn't go in, no one's saying that. Mm. If Vicario gets a hand to it, no one's saying it. If it goes wide, no one's saying it. it just, it's just a freak thing. Yeah, it's one of those. I think it's very easy to say man shouldn't be uh, swinging a leg at that, but I think most... most. That's what you do. You see a ball coach, oh, you going to leave it? Yeah. I think maybe there might he might have thought it was getting cleared away by somebody just in front of him as well. I think it was... Yeah. Ooh, it's it's so hard tight. to kind of go into that. Yeah, I mean, like it's, just, it's just straight from... You know, three minutes after yeah, that's the annoying thing. goal. That's that's the kicker, really, because it gives City a little bit of momentum that they would have, you know, drummed up anyway, I'm sure. Um, but it just gave them that little extra shot in the arm and just helped them really push on and establish that first half dominance. And yeah, um, yeah. For, for for all of Spurs' like defensive injuries and whatever, you know, they're they're still just a bit. Vulnerable from set pieces, and they're going to which, be. Which I'm not. I'm not surprised about because you look nah. at this lineup. It's a quite a short lineup. It's a short. We've got. I, I was worried about set pieces in this game. Just like the thought of Haaland or, like I said, one of the giant defenders just crashing in and thundering headers. Yeah, I feel like it's something they probably could have made a lot more use of. Yeah, yeah. From just a purely yeah. practical football point of view, really. Yeah. I mean, I you have tall players, and Spurs don't. So. Yeah, Spurs like zipping the ball around. They're pretty. Um, they, they were pretty good at keeping City out wide. You know. Um, and for what for whatever reason they just couldn't find a lot of the time they couldn't find like the killer cross into the box. Yeah. When it worked for them, it was when they were going all tippy tappy and really nice intricate football, like the goal that Foden scored. Yeah. Um, but like I mean, with 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 Spurs, Spurs have gone from like quite a giant team, I feel, to um, a, a pretty titch one with um, with with a few of these injuries. Yeah, that's probably suspensions. You take yeah. you take uh, like even Saar. Saar's massive, but obviously mm. then Romero, Van de Ven. Um, suppose, I mean Kulisevsky's a big boy but he's not really a defender defender but um, Richarlison has height Richarlison has height as well you know so like they can Brian Hill takes away height <laughs> yeah Brian Hill brings it back down to an average height of like 5-2 um, <laughs> exactly yeah so yeah I mean they're, they're, they're not going to be the, the yeah. strongest on set pieces but yeah thankfully we have a defender coming back yeah after a silly God. little suspension so that'll, that'll help out that'll help a lot I think that'll help a lot you know how many times have I sat in this chair due to the season and been like, that caveman can pass the ball? <laughs> Looking forward <laughs> to that again. Times, yeah. yeah. Um, but so <laughs> for the second goal, I just, I, I, I couldn't get angry over it. If, I think if that was Spurs' first choice back four, if that was Romero van der Ven getting pulled about like that, I'd be like, okay, that's, we, we expect better of this. Yeah. I really do not expect much better of Emerson Royale and Ben Davis to know who to track, how to defend and cope with cities, just kind of that kind of offence like mm. what, I mean, yeah. what, what are they really going to do how long are these guys going to play together and play against high level position to know when to stay when to go who's tracking who it's just it's a patch up job that's the yeah. whole thing yeah so little little issues in communication and that are going to happen I, I did feel maybe they got a little bit a little bit deep um, in trying to defend it but maybe it was just against the counter wasn't it yeah the, I think well like a few of the players came out and Postecoglou came out after and said the first half performance wasn't as good but then he got into them at half time I think Kulisevsky was what he was talking at, uh, um, in the mix zone after he said came in at half time and just says guys come on let's, let's play our football if no one expects mm. us to do anything anyway let's just do it our way let's see what we can do Yeah, and that led to a much improved second half performance you know, City didn't really get as many openings and Spurs hung around long enough and that was the thing it was, it was creeping it was building and they were mentioning on commentary a lot like, as if they weren't, Spurs weren't creating like, amazing chances but they were getting slowly up the field they were gaining inches the margins were shortening mm -hmm. and eventually it leads to Ben Davis going aggressive 
up against Erling Haaland, winning a header. Yeah, wonderful. Comes to Son, he lays it off to Celso, he gets a sight of goal, about 20 yards from goal, but puts it in the in the place that Edison can't reach. Yeah. Might criticise him a little bit again for not going. It's like, it's like on the, if you look at the replay from behind, it's like he's not going at full stretch. I think he thinks it's hitting the post or going wide and doesn't anticipate it actually going in. Yeah. I think maybe he's, he's also a little bit surprised by, by the cut-in. You know, it's a lovely little run from Son, which just takes... Yeah, uh, that, that was... They highlighted that on the commentary, yeah. Diaz, it's one of them. Yeah. It takes him away. And then this little... Uh, yeah, maybe he could, but like in off the post, it I, I, might, might be always a little bit tricky to uh, to give too much blame there. Yeah. But like in off the post, it's... Yeah, he just squirms through his... Might squirm through his fingers a little bit, but zips off the... Uh, off the post and you know what like two in two for Gio now yeah isn't yeah. It? Um, yeah a real uh, useful player yeah it's, he's looking like please pretty, god stay fit yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, you know if, if suddenly we've got if we've got um, him playing and he's he's in he's yeah. in good nick like you, you think about January and how many players that Spurs are going to lose yeah. with, with Sar and Basuma going to AFCON like at least if Lo playing and he's scoring and he's looking decent in that deep role like he has in the last couple of games like when we've had the right trio yeah. when we've had the right trio he's looked really sharp and has buzzed the ball around he plays a nice little role in that because when Spurs build up they go quite central almost sometimes don't they it's like knock the ball to one side yeah. and then somebody will continue their run forward and then be able to pick it up again yeah. like he's good at doing that he's good at giving and then moving and receiving it again. helps that he's able to play the deep position as well because I thought mm. that if he was just going to be like a pure Madison replacement then it kind of leaves us a bit short like I didn't I know Hoiberg came on and did well but I don't really want Hoiberg and Basuma together a lot no I, I mean I'd, yeah. ra- I'd rather there be someone a bit more kind of with finesse deeper at the, yeah at the moment that's, I feel that's like... it I'm looking forward to Sar coming back I am looking forward to Sar coming back, but if he's not if he's not fit for for uh, West Ham on Thursday, like be more than happy seeing Lacelso and Basuma going again because yeah. uh, I think there's that's it seems like a nice little balance and it will help them like play quick football. Yeah. There's nobody holding holding the ball too long in that or yeah. making the wrong pass. Yeah, I, I do it's a decent yeah. little duo. Yeah, yeah. I do want to. Well, we'll talk about this guy. I do want to take a moment to. Give more praise to Son. We just talked about the run that he made there. I don't know if he's getting enough credit this season for his transition into a centre-forward because you think the whole thing going into the first weekend of the season was how are Spurs going to replace Kane? Mm. Are they going to buy someone? Is Richarlison the man? Turns out he's not the man. Um, no. But Son got moved into that role first time against Burnley, I think was the first game that that happened. Got a hat-trick in that That's game. And... He's just completely redefined who he is. Like he is his first time finishing, his poaching is so good. Two footed, as we all know. He can stretch play, he's just clever with these runs. Mm-hmm. But it solved such a massive headache that Spurs had. Because if Spurs don't have those goals, it's, it's simple, they're not as yeah. not, where, not where they are. Yeah, and they're a nice uh, energetic wingers out wide who can who can do the running for yeah. him now, can can save his legs. And is uh, maybe maybe mental fatigue yeah. for when um, for when it matters when he does need to make those um, big contributions in the in the final third. And yeah. Like I mean, he's 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 just been he's been a wonderful wonderful servant and like he's he's becoming he's he's now the main man and he's uh, yeah nine goals two assists in fourteen games. It's considering where he was last year and how yeah um, beaten into the dirt or you know. Injured, he 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 was still got to double figures. Of goals, got well. to double figures to goals. I mean, like, no pens. Probably wouldn't have been shouting about that too much. He sort of crawled there in the end. <laughs> but like that video of Kane when he's playing for England, yeah, <laughs> crawling back into. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, but he's he's looking. He's just look looks a much a much better fit in this system this year. Like his job isn't just mm. fucking running and harassing and charging people down but he actually, does but he does that anyway he does, he they does talked do it, about, they talked about that afterwards in the punch and they were talking about Man United and Rashford and they were like they point to Son like you see Son that's a captain he yeah. never didn't stop running he was pressing all the time yeah He's, and great. he is he leads by example and he leads by he has the natural leadership qualities mm. as well yeah at least he is um, they're, they're not relying on moments anymore yeah anyway so that, that helps it's only in a nice system mm. and He's got the build-up play yeah. and the and sort of like-minded defenders, not defenders, sorry, attackers around yeah. him who can um, 
who can do some of that dirty work for him, but also yeah. give him really good quality chances. Yeah, Kulu's so looking good him. like that. Like yes. Brennan is yeah. is sort of still lacking a little bit on final ball here and there, but got the assist for the winner. Got the assist no, no, for the winner. winner. Yeah, the equaliser. Sorry, the equal, well, felt, felt like, like a winner. We'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's let's quickly go through City's last goal. Basuma tries doing too much, and I think that this is definitely his worst footballing trait of his that mm. just holds on to a little too long he doesn't move it quick enough sometimes and when he does move it quick when he does think quickly he's that's when he's better to watch because it's just it's seamless yeah. whereas here he's trying to dribble to, he's trying to get away from three defenders it doesn't happen and City go and what, out wide cut back goal yeah, it's the typical city move. The the nutmeg on yeah. Rodri probably wasn't on there for Basuma. Probably not. Think. No, um, ill advised, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, just overplaying in the wrong position. Really, he just went into a bit of a cul-de-sac with three players, and um, yeah, it's as as we said, high risk, high reward. Probably not the right area to um, to be doing that sort yeah. of shit. Yeah, but um, but I mean, largely he gets it right. It's it's it wasn't it wasn't sort of um, pivotal in the result I guess in that it still in ended 3-3 the yeah. in the end it may, maybe robbed Spurs of a chance to <laughs> to, to make win, a winner yeah. <laughs> which would have been even even more hilarious but, but, we'll, um, but we'll take the point yeah and I don't think that's uh, it's definitely it's still something that might happen in the future he could obviously be caught dilly-dallying you know we've seen it a little bit before but I would still be much more confident that Spurs will get more out of his style of play it's a net positive, for yeah. Sure. It's a net positive rather than. It's just his form just called off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And hope that might just be because uh, he's, yeah. he's missed a couple of games like recently through suspension or whatever, and yeah. he's just not quite there with. Yeah, games a, every really week. Thing, yeah. And but I do think different I, people playing alongside him now as well. Yeah, yeah, every week. So maybe he's just sort of finding his feet again. Yeah. But there should be a few games in the next couple of weeks where his contributions will be really important and. Yeah. Um, He'll sort of hopefully yeah. wake everyone up to, yeah. to his skill again. Yeah, I'm just I'm on a personal level. I'm glad that I never threw him into that rice conversation because I always thought that was daft. The rice conversation. What is in who is who is a better player? Yeah, I think pe- people got a bit swept away a bit. Yeah, I mean he he was awesome at the start. He of was. Decky's just a bit of a, uh, a different a different breed. James Madison said in that Amazon Prime thing that hates that he plays for Arsenal. Oh. He's just. Sadly, a really good footballer. Um, yeah, rough. So it gets to the equalising goal. Really nice move. This is when I was talking to you earlier. Um, we were saying this is about the Conte win in the 21-22 season. This reminded me a lot of that last goal, the winner. Yeah. Because it's a nice move from back to front. There's a bit where Skip kind of um, sidestep a few players and releases the ball. And I think that made me think a lot about um, Postecoglou's contract before, about how he needs a squad of players who all willing to come in and do their jobs to a high level and that's what it was there mm. gets worked out wide to Brendan Johnson he scampers down the left weak foot cross should say yeah and there is Dan Kulisevsky ready to crash in thunder in and dunk on Nathan Ake oh my god yeah. die so good oh, yeah, I mean we've just got the video here and I, did, I, didn't, I hadn't really spotted the way Ake absolutely oh, bends all floored. over the place after being bodied by, it's, it's so funny because like it's <laughs> it's not it's nowhere near a foul, but it's just the way that Ake kind of falls. It's like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful move. Yeah, um, and uh, just just rewards for for Spurs' efforts. I I I love how they you know I think we were saying a few weeks ago maybe uh, Brennan just needs to to um, just demand the ball. A little yeah, bit it, more it in, was happening in the first areas. half again. Somehow the ball was ending up at the feet of Hill, and I was like. Just go to the other side. Yeah, yeah. For God's poor, sake, poor little Brian Hill. Like they're pretty similar, sort of statuized, but Brennan is quicker, is much quicker. And that that chance last week against Villa, where he just kicked it around Luca Dean and just got past him. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, he's mad rapid when yeah. you look at that. I didn't realize it was quick. I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah, like, he enough ate, to just he go around the ground on him yeah. so so quickly. Um, but it's a lovely ball in. Like again, I sort of look at Kyle Walker in that in that in that game. In that moment, in particular, mm. when he sort of doesn't doesn't make any great attempt to seems like a lack of respect. Like maybe he's... a lack of respect. Like Walker is a bit of a weird cat, like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, for whatever reason, like I don't know if it's City's just uh, sleepiness at the moment, and that they're not quite tuned in for a title race or whatever. Like, but Walker's the quickest player in the league. Like. 
from, from pretty much every every metric that we that we measure and like for some reason he, he couldn't get close enough to stop that ball coming in and City were not prepared for a for a big old shoulder from from Decky. No, they were not. They were not, and um, it's it's wonderful that he's getting his reward as the as the cam because he's. Uh, I think we said it a few weeks ago or maybe last week that you know he's he's sort of looking like the the natural alternative when Madison is not available. Yeah, and he's um and and he's he's sort of doing a similar similarly good job. Maybe not quite at that high level, but like. He's just better. He's 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 just in better there system, than on the wing for sure. Like he gets him involved, and he he loves playing those little slide passes yeah. like through defenders when you know the likes of Brennan and mm. uh, to a lesser extent Hill can can gallop onto them and and um, get Spurs looking dangerous. Four league goals a season now, and four league goals, which um, double his tally from last year, and another one at City, which is three incredible. three consecutive years scoring away at City for him. Which is yeah, very which impressive. Is, he's, he looks like a big game player, yeah. which is which is always nice. I mean, like, yeah, we 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 know how talented he is, and it's just I think Ange said post game that they're just still trying to get more goals out of these players. I mean, yeah, it's probably not going to be like a twenty five goal a season player at any point in his career, but you know, if you can get them up to <laughs> get double, to double di- figures, yeah, though, get them up to double figures, maybe like mid teens uh, in the league, like that's a really good. Return for yeah, when he, when somebody talking, who's got yeah, it in his locker, yeah. quite frankly. When he was at Palmer, as like 18, 19 year old, he got double figures, goals, and assists in Serie A. And that kind of struck me straight away as that's that's hard mm. in a top five league when you're that young, when you, especially when you're, not, when you're a winger who's not quick. Yeah, That is hard. I know Italy's a different game, but that is still a hard thing to do. Mm. So I never kind of. When, he, when Spurs signed him from Juventus, I know there's always the, the famous Juventus fan tweets about. Thanking Spurs for taking him or whatever, yeah. but I, I thought the kind of base qualities were there. This was a left-footed right winger, which are massive commodities. And there was the stat the other day that there's only three players who've got double figures, goals, and assists in the Prem across 2023's calendar year, and they're all left-footed right wingers. Yeah, uh, Salah, Saka, and Burma. So it's clearly something there with this profile of player. Just you need one to kind of shake things up a bit. Yeah. And so it's nice that he's actually got a place in the team because I was worried about his long-term fit out wide. And we'll get to that soon. I've made a big thing in my notes about made our conversations about the wingers. Yeah, nice. Um, sorry, I just, I just got distracted <laughs> and started looking at... You got all Juventus games game. up. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just wanted to see like that that those those old tweets just sort of uh, rattled me just now, I guess. But um, there's some fella called uh, Cambiasso playing right wing back for Juventus. Esteban? Uh, Andrea, actually, I thought you were um, dead. And then Philippe Kostic. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Juventus fans are very happy with those two rotters out wide, <laughs> <laughs> um, as they continue to scrape the, the, the scrappy wins that they do. Indeed, in indeed. true anti-football style. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I think we've we've been Kulusevski stands for a, a, a fair amount of time. I've always, yeah, that first year I was just the first year and that awesome. the Leeds game before the World Cup last year, mm. where he just dominated. I was like, one was that. It game. was so evident that the first half of the season would have been completely different if he was fit. Mm. That he might have been able to drag Spurs through the mud a little bit more, and Spurs might have had a few more points. But you yeah. know, it's all worked out in the end. Oh, breaking yeah, news: Fraser Forster signed a new contract. That is huge. That's massive. That's absolutely great massive. for the dressing room. That guy. <laughs> See his facial hair. Look at that. Man, yeah, he's Big going tash. like, uh, yeah, he looks proper Victorian, oh. actually, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> he could, uh, he could be selling you an early Ford <laughs> or something like that. You know. One boy for sale. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do a quick West Ham preview before we get into the thing that we'll do. West Ham. Uh, Thursday night, we won't be there. We will not be there. Yeah, no, we have our Christmas party, which will be good fun. I feel sorry for the people who. Are going to have to get home from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium after a hundred-minute match after an eight-fifteen kickoff. That is just that's ludicrous. That's so poor for Amazon. Yeah, I um, don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't think it's fabulous. Like, I'm I'm a bit worried that my uh, journey will be interrupted by West Ham fans <laughs> on the way home as well, going going through Stratford uh, into north northeast London. Um, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried. 
I'm not. This guy, I know you're not. I know you're not worried. But I'm a little bit worried. Um, Don't get nervous. <laughs> Don't get nervous. But I do feel a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I feel like West Ham have it in their locker to to be bastards on the day, um, and what with Spurs having so many issues, injury wise elsewhere, I could I could just see them really shutting up shop, sitting as deep as as is physically possible and I don't know, getting an early one on the break. You know, I hope everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You, you, you have said this about kind of every time we've played West Ham since the 3-3, basically. And each, yep. and each time Spurs have won. Yep. Three home wins against West Ham. Two in the league, one in the cup. Yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now we saw that. Yeah, uh, um, but I mean, like, yeah, they win. They win the home games, but um, but what so it's do we? Generally, quite yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's. I mean, these these Conte wins, I suppose, when when you've got two managers who are sort of just defensively principled and neither side wants to go out and win the game, it makes it more of a moments moments occasion. And yeah. Spurs Spurs have often had the better star quality needed. Um, in 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 the last couple of years, just to see them over the line, um, I don't I don't know. I think I think it's just the 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 more of the contrasting style that's making me a little bit a little bit jittery. You think about especially to the, to like the first preseason game. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, which we that, very much that enjoyed. Famous three-two defeat <laughs> um, where Vicario looked a little bit ropey, but um, but also like you throw in. I've also covered a Spurs game where Jimmy Ward Prowse has oh, turned God, up. You keep going on and, about this, uh, don't you? And, <laughs> and has whipped in two assists or whatever and won Southampton a game. So I just think there are threats. They are, there are, of course, there are. And I just think, you know, they're living rent free in my head. <laughs> and what I'd really like is for Spurs to go and win so that um, I can vanquish that 3 3 from my brain forever. <laughs> You know, but maybe I'm being completely deluded and unreasonable. And I, I think I, you are. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, well, there's no need to. Well, why don't you say why I'm being deluded? Just think Spurs are a better good, team. I think they've got a bit of confidence now. Yeah. Better team. I think that preseason game. I, I know it's you know it's preseason, whatever. But I think it's going to be very similar in terms of what's going to happen. I think, and I think I just bank on Spurs to finish their chances a bit better this time and not throw away some goals like they did in that game yeah. so for the record in our <laughs> 90 min predictions each week which I sort out um, I did go for 3-1 Spurs well, there you go then so, so shut up but you know I can't help the pessimism pull yourself through. together I am just feeling a bit shaky you know it'll be a hooey you know um, I think 3 is about right yeah, I, I I think they should have the attacking quality to cut through them pretty, pretty, uh, pretty regularly. But yeah, I just I just don't want to be worrying over a bloody a Gerd header or <laughs> an Alvarez header, you know, something like that. Yeah, another if, tall team. Yeah, they are. Well, so checks in good form. So check will just come and you know, potato salad it into the back of the net and. That's that's that might be all she wrote. No, it's, it's the West Ham fans in my life are quite pessimistic. They're like, if they can't get a good team, they're just going to be torn apart. That'd be nice. they're, they're not quite, they're not very optimistic right now. I'd like a good thrashing. It'd, it'd, be, good. it'd, be, it'd be good for the confidence. Good to get Spurs back on. The, yeah, head uh, of Newcastle on Sunday. Yeah, which is which is huge. Um, but thankfully, we'll have a defender who would have played a game. Yeah, back, back in that one. Hopefully, no. Hopefully, no further injuries or suspensions. Yeah, I mean that but, should be a really like, interesting game. Newcastle are just very yeah, good yeah. defensively, but they have so better at home than away. Yeah, better, much better at home yeah. than away, and have their own, you know, vast list of absentees. Indeed, that um, Spurs will be hoping to get at. But um, we won't be able to actually watch this West Ham game. We'll probably have to have it uh, on a <laughs> sit, phone or something. Sit around just, the corner. Uh, yeah, so as well. Unfortunately, that's what you get when you uh, schedule the Christmas party for. Uh, for an evening film you've got, you've got a costume lined up 
Yeah, not a very good one, but um, <laughs> it's a bit DIY. <laughs> um, and I still need to do a bit of work. Oh, need great. To do a bit of printing out and. and printing um, out? Yeah, I'm going to print some stuff out and, you know, they'll be sticking and glue. And I, stuff yeah, like I didn't realise that people were actually going to try hard for this. So the, the theme is football fantasy. Mm hmm. Initially, I was just going to buy like some Spurs tie and wear a suit or something, and just pretend to be like a Spurs manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I decided, like, I think when I was going to get the tie, I wouldn't have come in time. And I can't be bothered to check down to the Spurs shop. Yeah. So I'm just going to wear there's a the fine cut released Dan Kuzeski Christmas jumper last year, so I'm just going to wear that. Um, really phoning it yeah, in there. Uh, but no, people are actually trying hard for this. Uh, I think if I'd go again, I'd. Try and source a wolf shirt and go as Pedro Neto. Who I get Just told, as your, I, get, yeah, I do get told I look like your natural but, doppelganger. Well, yeah, you know, people do say it. I don't see it personally, but they say you play alike as well. <laughs> I wish they did. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I did have a, I, I did think about going as Ange just because I, <laughs> just because I reckon we're a similar height and. You know, his, his mannerisms are quite easy to nail down, I think. Not to get all, like, Jonathan Lewis or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I need to know. catch up on this. I've seen a lot of stuff floating around. I need to actually... That's strange. Dig in. I, need strange. To, I need to dig into what's going yeah. on. Here's not, the, here's not the forum. But, yeah, bit <laughs> odd. But, um, <laughs> so it's not the forum for it, Sean. <laughs> Honestly, man. Like, you keep, keep jabbing away at this and it's not going to happen. No, but, like, it's quite an easy impression to do, don't you think? You, like, you just look down at the floor... You sort of do an Australian Sean Dyche. Um, you maybe get like a. Could you do some for us now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't do it. Unfortunately, no. I, I just think that'd be uncouth. Unfortunately, um, and I will Offensive? not afraid at myself, and I will not offend um, all those PC Australians out there. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah. But you could think of all the accessories you could have. You know, you could bring around like a, you know, a, a school lunchbox. You know, just to you know, just open up and be like, enjoy your lunch. Ah, you can have like it. a little, I don't know, just a little uh, play toy koala on your shoulder, just to like really, you know, just make it clear. Obviously, a little bit of grey hair dye, and just and you just have to like sort of remember stories about Frank Puskas, and just sort of every now and again just butt into somebody's conversation, and just be like, you know, I actually just you know I learned off Puskas back in the day. I don't know if you know, but that was right. That was okay. okay. You know, I think it's more sort of like. No, I think the first one. Thought the first one was better. It's more sort of like down there. <laughs> there we go. Know, you just there sort of. Know. I thought we play really well at City, and you know, but it's it's a tough one to do. Like I haven't. I need to have a few more cigarettes today to really get the <laughs> get gravelly, it, yeah. get the really real gravelly sort of voice. Chain going. smoking your way to 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 <laughs> to first place in the office costume power rankings. <laughs> That's that's yeah. the ideal, isn't it? Yeah, you might come first. I'm come first. Who knows? Unless unless I can think I of something today. First, it's going to. I, I am off tomorrow. I am off tomorrow, so I might. If there's anything last minute I can do, I'm getting a haircut. Oh, does it tie in or no? No, it's no, just, just I'm due for a haircut. Yeah, um, I've been due for a haircut for about two months. <laughs> uh, let's talk for football again. Um, no. so, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so last week I made a big song and dance about how Spurs' next big signing should be a winger. And it shouldn't um, be like a striker. It should just be focusing on bringing Kulusevski to the middle and therefore bringing another winger either on the left, move Brennan to the right, or keep Brennan on the left and bring in a right winger. So I went away and I looked up some options. G- general names that have been linked, floating around, profiles that might fit. I've come up with a list of about 10 to 15. We'll quickly go through those. Mm. We'll start with Jota, who is the main one that's being linked and seems... I'm not a betting man. And uh, I... I have questions over whether it would be legal for me to bet on this considering we're working in this industry. <laughs> uh, it feels like if Spurs were to want to just nab a body that doing some kind of deal with a loan or cut price with Aletia to get someone that Ange knows mm. would be most logical. There have been reports saying that Ange isn't sure if he could cut the must in the Premier League. I understand that and that's one of my concerns and it's if it, is, if it is just to get a body I get it but we should have a body back about a month or so with Mano Solomon yeah who has well, cut it in the frame yeah I, I wonder if we've already got like a fair amount of, yeah um, sort of bitty uh, sort of 
in between meddling wingers already. Exactly. To go for yeah. Someone like Jota. It, yeah, it just feels. His like... Situation seems like a bit all over the place. Has he played at all in Saudi Arabia? He's play, he's, he's, they didn't register him for the league games, but he's available for the Champions League games. He's played a couple of oh, those. Must must be dreamy <laughs> for him. Like that's exactly what he wanted going yeah. over there. Um, yeah, I don't don't know tons about him. Um, I could I can imagine he, he would understand what Postecoglou would be trying to do, but um, it it seemed like it would be a, a bit of a stocking feller, I suppose. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It feels a bit stopgappy. Yeah, and if it, if it is alone, then I get it. But I don't want that to be the long term solution. Mm. Uh, most recently linked, Juventus winger Samuel Eiling Jr who fans have quickly got on the back of because he said before he's an Arsenal fan uh, we have a Juventus fan in the office 90 minutes Jack Gallagher he says he's, he said he's okay he's not amazing plays as a wing back a bit but he isn't good enough defensively to really do it it feels a bit of the same kind of category but a little bit younger left footed so that's yeah. sort of variant so there are yeah. reports saying he's available for 15 mil so I, I get why that's worth a flyer I think I'm leaning more towards him than Jota I think from if like I, if I had previous, to pick, yeah, and if you look at previous track record from Spurs buying from Juventus, it seems to go pretty well. Um, yeah. You know, it, I, I don't know really what goes on over there, but they seem to lock up their exciting uh, prospects and force them to play anti-football, which yeah. you know doesn't help players uh, unless you're Adrian Rabio achieve their <laughs> full potential. For some reason that dude is killing it at the moment. Um, so I would, yeah, not wouldn't be against that because he's only like nineteen twenty, isn't he? It's yeah, pretty, he's a pretty young fella, um, and uh, you know it's the sort of profile of player that Spurs, you know, historically have, have gone for and have got the best out of in the transfer market before young and English, yeah. and you know it's a bit of an outside bet just because you know different league and he's not played too much, but yeah. I feel like he would get more chances at, at Spurs to actually. Be an attacking threat rather yeah. than being shoot. I think if, he, if he's kind of position. coming, if he's coming as a left foot winger to take Hill's minutes and opportunities, I think that's probably worth it. Yeah. If, they, f- if, they, if Hill can even get loaned out or sold, we're not going to get a full price for you. Get take 10, I, 15 mil from Spain. Yeah, I don't think Hill just, works. Just, out it's, not, it's not. Wor- it's not. Work, it's not working. It's going to happen. But if you reinvest that into Eiling Junior, I get that in terms of the squad building. Yeah. So be happy with that. Uh, talked about my dream signing last week Nico Williams who signed a new contract with Athletic Club mm. with a I think it's a believed to be a fairly low release clause around 50 to 60 mil but it does sound like an elite club will get him rather than a club like Spurs mm. so can, yeah can toss that one out the window I want to tw- quickly talk about people who have urged Spurs to go and take either Jaden Sancho or Jack Grealish I don't Jack think, Grealish that, that was, I haven't that, seen that that was, that was mainly over the summer months where I think people saw Madison and were like oh he's so good let's get Grealish as well he's someone who needs freeing and stuff like that mm. and Sancho's kind of in the same boat you know obviously he's been exiled from Man United I just don't think these If it feels like they're kind of right-footed Kulazewskis mm. who would play better centrally and I don't need that also I, I am obviously we don't know anything that's going on there but I think there's probably good reason why Sancho has been bobbed out of that squad oh we can say we don't know anything it's been reported (laughs) and United have responded to said reports I mean like I'll happily say that you know um, if he seems to be a bad egg over there for whatever reason I'd rather he didn't come to Spurs he just Um, hasn't shown enough in England no, not to, at all. For it to be worth that risk, and like you want, you want wingers who can who can open the game up and aren't reliant on just you know high lines and yeah. perfect way to pass to get you in, you know, because that's what Jaden Sancho seems to be. He's yeah. not very good at carving a team open when when they sit really deep and things are a bit trickier. And then Jack Grealish, like I, 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 I mean, who? I, it's hard to turn that transfer down, but you would just think surely he's a player and. You know his peak years and City winning everything. I know Guardiola likes to move people on here and there, but it doesn't seem like um, getting the death stare over here. Um, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> I don't. Oh, party! Can you turn down the music? Oh yeah, I can turn down the music. Why is that loud? Hang on, let me make a note. 
around 40, 40 30 minutes. <laughs> so I cut this you out. can leave this in if you like. <laughs> this is what everyone wants to hear. You done that? I think so. Okay, you're saying Grealish. Yeah, I, yeah. He seems like he's in the the pomp of his of his career, and uh, any move like in the next few years seems very unlikely to me. Yeah, this, this is mainly like fan talk. I don't think there's been actually Man United fan talk. <laughs> Man United, Man City. Either. Oh right, both, yeah. both just it's all over. It's, it's, I don't think it's realistic. Um, yeah. Report yesterday: Johan Bakayoko of PSV Eindhoven. Uh, Brentford are going to try and make another audacious swoop for him. He turned them down in the summer. He wants to play in the Champions League. He wants to win the league with PSV. They've won 14 out of 14 in the Eredivisie. I don't think that Brentford are going to get him, despite their intentions and how much they really like him. Uh, Liverpool interested as potential Mohamed Salah replacement in the future. Spurs interested as well. His creation numbers are outstanding. Off the scale, are they? In really, really good. He's a left-footed right winger again, quicker than Kulusevski at least. But I think someone who that is someone that's ready to kind of explode. And the people that I talked to that have watched the Eredivisie say that he is much better than Anthony Ma- and Noni Madueke. Thankfully, I would be quite concerned if he wasn't. Yeah, you don't want to pick up another Anthony, do you? Not really, no. no. <laughs> Um, but he looks like he's made a decent impact in the Champions League as well. Um, they, who they they have quite a difficult group. They, they should yeah they, yeah they should go through. I think it would Still take some, play Arsenal the second time. Yeah, I, I think it would take some kind of collapse against Arsenal on the last match day with Arsenal already top for them not to go through. They might already be through actually. I'm not sure. It's, I think the, the three points had a long, so I don't know what the head to head is like though. Uh, was it a draw? Might have been a draw. Yeah, first one was a draw. So if they just, <laughs> if they just, if they just draw, yeah, I think it requires longs to be severe, and then PSV to completely throw against Arsenal. It seems like that will probably be one that Arsenal just rest a lot of players because they don't need to do anything. Yeah, they can just be fine. But they've been impressive under Peter Bosch, who I never really rated before. Oh, but fair, fair enough, mate. You know, fair enough. So fourteen sure. out of fourteen. Can't argue. Is, is Johan just is he is he punting balls into the box for Luke <laughs> Young to head in? Uh, he's a bit, he's a bit, tri- he's a bit trickier. Though, bit trickier. Yeah, he just he just fits that mould of a left foot right winger with a bit of pace so nicely. So nice. I suppose that's the that's the that's the little bit of a profile difference that you'd like yeah. on the right. You know, Kulusevski being more yeah. of a balance and power sort of. Man, yeah. rather than just pure gas on the yeah. inside. Um, now we're going to go to some players who Spurs haven't been linked with, but I just going from my research, I think the profiles fit a bit nicely. I don't think they're outrageously unrealistic. I think there's some maybe something to look at, but let's, let's go through it. Cause I could say before I should do some research, and I've done some research into mm. the kind of players that Spurs should be after. Uh, if Barcelona really want to get some money in, I imagine they'll try to sell one of Ferran Torres or Rafinha. Yeah. I think they'd be okay in the system. I'm not jumping for joy over it, but I, f- I like their moulds. I think Ferran Torres is a bit wasteful in front of goal, but I think as a winger, he's kind of he's quite rudimentary, but he gets the job done. I think that's the kind of player he is. Rafinha, I'm a bit more excited by. But that is a left-footed right winger for you. Yeah, that really is. Ferran's always seemed a little bit um, neither neither here nor there for me for whatever reason. He can't play through the middle though. He can't. Not play, not yeah. amazingly, but. It gives you the flexibility to do that. Yeah, it's just sort of in terms of like, as he, it's, he's not been. Like he's not a, amazing. He's not been amazing. An, but I think there's. I, 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 I just don't think he's crap. No, I, I wouldn't say he's crap. No. Um, Barcelona's second top scorer this season with three <laughs> in La Liga. I think, wow. I think he scored a couple in the Champions League. To be fair, yeah, he's got yeah, two, he's got go. two in the Champions League. Scored for Spain recently. Yeah, he's he's a and he's still only twenty three. Like. It, yeah. Sorry, I thought he was like 25 or something. Yeah, he's I'm a bit more of a fan of that now, actually. Yeah, he's uh, he's probably got his peak years ahead of him. Yeah. I just uh, I just wonder if he's uh, if he's like a, a, a game changer or if he would be yeah, coming to Spurs. Yeah, that would be. Um, if he'd actually go above the the level of quality that Spurs have, it does feel like one. If he's if he's there for 30 mil, that Spurs would try something. Yeah, just because the value for money aspect is too good to. I think he'd ignore. surely be someone who wants to play a bit more centrally as well. I feel like if he was going to make a drop down to Spurs from Barca <laughs> to from Barca to Spurs, not to disrespect us, but you know it is. 
Um, you would think he would want that central role, um, and that's probably just not gonna not gonna happen. He's not. I can't really see him being happy doing yeah. loads of running out wide. Yeah. But you know, maybe maybe, maybe he'd know. love it. Yeah, Rafinha's obviously more of just an out and out winger, and prem, you know, that wouldn't prem, be a problem. bit more prem proven. I know more I know Torres was here as well, but to, uh, Rafinha was better. I did like the look of Rafinha when he was at Leeds, and I think the only reason I didn't want him when he left Leeds was because Kuzelski was coming through. Yeah, and he, um, he 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 looked really sharp in those in those Bielsa seasons with Leeds. Like, um, I, I feel like that should be an easy yeah. enough transition. There's to something make, that but, I think he'll go to a good club when he leaves, but it feels like his role is going to be taken by Lamine Mal. Yeah, who's a little child? Yeah, pretty soon. I'm yeah. Barcelona are a bit of a weird one at the moment because they they do not play attractive. Very football strange club. Whatsoever. Yeah, it's they are really really difficult to watch. It reminds me of when I when I used to play. FM, I think it was on FM. So you're gonna say it reminds me of a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Norm uh, on FM twenty. Um, me and my housemates we were doing an online game no we never got to do an online game but we we're going to do one but we started doing individual seasons first and I tried to make a Spurs attacking system and what happened was it it just ended like 1-0, 2-0 every game rather than like blowing teams away and that's kind of it feels like what Barca are there's so, there's so much control but they aren't blowing them away but they've mm. got the control at least it feels a bit like Arsenal this season yeah until the last couple of weeks but whatever uh, moving on a bit, bit more younger options Cream Amy at Borussia Dortmund. In Dortmund another left footed one rapid yeah, as hell someone who can play across the front line I did, I, my questions here would be would he move from one similar status club to another or would he hold out for like a Bayern move next mm, yeah like does it, make, a, does it make sense for him apart from money reasons to leave Dortmund for Tottenham yeah it's not yeah it's not um, a path that's been trodden too much at all is it really Spurs you don't really get it I think players do understand that there is this kind of tier of club yeah. and the only reason he would leave is if he was kind of forced out yeah it doesn't look like he's getting too many starts this season either just the three in the Bundesliga a distressed asset you say yeah who's someone stick a flyer on a damsel in distress time to, to G- give in. Ange a call see if he likes your character the cut of your jib the cut I like the cut of his jib <laughs> his jib <laughs> yeah I, it'd be great to have pace on the break always yeah. have a little bit and especially Love if it's that. just left footed as well like for like yeah um yeah, would, would like that. Uh, me up with his teammate things. Jamie Bino Gittins, who's mm-hmm. played a bit more recently, coming to some form. Uh, Jude Bellingham tipped him to, as someone to contend for next year's Golden Boy Award. Yeah, he's very much uh, embryonic stages at the moment, yeah. isn't he? You could I, have like another yeah. year or so at Dortmund, yeah. and then maybe start looking properly yeah. shit hard. Okay. <laughs> um, I get again. The question is, would he do that? Mm. I don't know if he if he knows he's going to get these opportunities at Dortmund. Maybe, but maybe Spurs are becoming that kind of club. Yeah, I, I hope so, man. Like um, it'd be nice. I think really. if, yeah, I, th- I think Spurs have really showed their their draw in the um, in the past summer transfer window. Uh, regardless of you know the the style that was being <laughs> implemented, somehow yeah. they still got some incredible players through the door. Just uh, just through you know sheer character of the boss, <laughs> um, which is excellent, and now yeah. actually seeing that come into fruition yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, hopefully these young players will. Make the make the make the change. Yeah. Uh, up next, Real Sociedad's Takifusa Kubo. That would be quite. That would um, be lovely. That would be love. I feel like he's quite a uh, uh, a highly sought after yeah player these days. I think Real would have a buyback or a sell on fee. It's like a, it's like a fifty percent sell fee as well. It feels like it's never at any moment, and it, they need depth in that area. Yeah. So it feels like maybe he probably goes back there. But a lot of people who follow Ange for a long time are very much obsessed with this Japan narrative. So, well, for, his, had, for him to get his hands on Japan's top baller right now. Yeah, well they had together at um, Yokohama, did they overlap? Fubo. Is that where he came from? I think he was there at one point, maybe on loan. Yeah, he was there on loan. So yeah, I think they, I think there might have been a little bit of overlap there. A little bit of overlap. A little bit might have to go into transfer market, <laughs> but they were both there at some stage in 2018. Fubat, probably just familiar with them. Yeah, probably familiar enough. Um, yeah, that that would feel like Real Madrid have their have their paws on him somewhat, but um, also be a lovely one. Oh, I didn't know he was a Barcelona youth boy before going to Real later mm. in his later in his days. Controversial, <laughs> very controversial. I'm sure they're very upset about that. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure. 
Yeah, but he's a you know he's a right winger, is he? That'd be a lovely one. Right, left foot, right winger again. Left footed, right winger. Feet footed. Inverted. I, I wonder how he would handle. I think he's good enough to kind of get away with being small, but mm. I would wonder how that would translate over to the English game. Yeah, uh, up next, someone who is translating well to the English game: Burnley's Luca Coliosho, who I've been impressed by in spurts, but again, someone who's quite he's a bit unproven. Coliosho. But I have liked the look of him, and Burnley's just been a bit. Disastrous this season, but he's looked good in his spells. Mm. He's uh, yeah, only nineteen, isn't he? Um, yeah, always just going to be a bit of a, a tough one to get big, big uh, goal contribution numbers. God, who scored? Do not like his characteristics. They do not. No, <laughs> very weak. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they've sort of gone completely opposite to <laughs> to your uh, to your plucking out. They've they've described him as very weak in the aerial duels and defensive contribution. And a weak, a weak passer, a weak crosser, Great. and a weak finisher. Apparently, so what are you saying? That, <laughs> that who scored? That who scored on? Did you see that tweet about Zaniolo yesterday? <laughs> no, what did oh, they say? Like, so strengths none, and there was just this eight to nine <laughs> list of weaknesses that he's got. <laughs> that is not good PR. Surely, <laughs> like nobody's going to want to work with who scored after that. Um, but it looks like Cody, yeah. Did was it? Um, did he catch your eye in that? Thumping of Sheffield United. He's just whenever I've seen Burnley and they haven't been completely crap, he's usually the one that's making things happen. Yeah. So nice. Just, just keeping an eye on him. I'm not saying just that's a, not saying that's the instant solution, but just I'm monitoring it. Just tabs on monitoring it. it. Uh, up next, someone who I think he's been tentatively linked, but not quite under the radar. He's not very well known. He's called Arno Lorienta from Sassuolo, but. In terms of kind of like the underlying metrics, your dribbles, your chance created, it's not slow. Um, someone that I think Spurs would usually kind of target under mm. the radar. Uh, obviously, Spurs have a bit of success bringing in some of these players from Italy. Yep, they uh, they they do their research well on these Serie A players. They've uh, smashed nice, it. With nice player there. Uh, there. And then back to home. For three last three ones, Pedro Neto I mentioned. Mm. I think may, maybe a little bit out of Spurs' reach, and I think a bit injury prone to really rely on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then we're going to end with two Brentford boys, Brian and Burma and Kevin Sharder. Kevin Sharder. Kevin Sharder, who I love the look of him, and it's real shame that he's been injured for most of the season with this kind of thigh problem he picked up frukely in a pre-match warm-up. Uh, just very raw and I think needs to play a bit more before he gets his move just mm. moved there on a club record fee at the time for about 22 mil but that guy's going to be good he's already in the Germany squad and Burma, who I think is now on the verge I think that is probably I feel like Burma probably leaves Brentford for Tony does because I can imagine I think the market's going to dwindle for Tony because I don't think people want to play what Brentford want but I think Burma is young enough and good enough and is that profile we talked about that someone will go, yeah. will go in Nabu because he's been superb I the thought he was year. sort of like 27, but no, 24. He just, he just looks old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's um he's having a great season, and I think he would uh he's, he he would be a really natural fit if I mean how much do you think it would take to get him out there? That's the only thing. What, 50, like, 60, 50, 60, 50, 60, Looking yeah. at that, so if was smart to like, hold up for more. Mm. He did sign a new contract, I think, last year. So yeah, his not, that deal wasn't running down anytime soon. And then and then he, do you think he comes in and starts nailing down a spot on the wing or? Or I think he, the form he's had over the last year. I think he probably does. I think he's ready for that leap. Mm. I think, a lot, but I think a lot of people are going to look kind of skeptically at Brentford now because of what Ray is doing. <laughs> but I think that's a special case. And that's your fault, quite <laughs> frankly. Um, I was running no, the TR for David Ray. And no, I, I'd, I'd like that. I think um, I think that 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 makes a lot of sense out of out of your options there. Having someone who's uh, you know well acclimatized to league after two three seasons in it. Yeah. Um, has proven um, creative streaks and form in in the past, and um, it's a nice, powerful runner as yeah. well. Like that, that pace on the counter and he, is just wonderful. He, he works. He he can play centrally as well. And Thomas Frank goes on every time I speak to Thomas Frank. He just goes on about his defensive work rate. Like it's the first thing he talks about with Burma. Mm. So I think that's quite a notable characteristic to have. Yeah, that when a manager, that is the first thing they go to when you talk about forward. And it's, it's not like it's. He's putting up like one goal, one assist every season. He's putting up proper numbers. Yeah, so I yeah. think that's really 
six and three in the Prem this season. That's not something to ignore. I think you would. I think some people might start to talk about recently. I think it'd be a perfect fit for Newcastle on the Almiron role. Like if you just put a Burma for Almiron, I think Newcastle much better going forward and actually score some more goals. But would like him at Spurs. Be be nice. I think that'd be fab. Yeah, I'd be very happy with that. He'd um, he'd add greater quality to the to the squad, and maybe you move on some of those wide players who, for some reason, it hasn't quite worked. Yeah, you know. Like send, send, send them Brian Hill in exchange Brain for you my friend yeah you might have to pay extra to <laughs> that's the <laughs> only top, problem yeah. Like, yeah, yeah that's tricky alright anything else you want to talk about been here for a while we have been in for a while haven't we oh god right. we have the time <laughs> 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 now, we'll, be, we'll be missing out on lunch soon yeah we'll um, better get looking at that yeah I'm better uh, no I think we're all good there just praying for a win on yeah. Thursday night cool great alright Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, if you haven't left a rating and review yet, please do. It helps us a lot. Please don't mention that we don't say our names at the start. And we'll see you next time. We're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.